What radio? The music you want. Do you get me? With your host, he's Dan. Ain't much to look at after you scrape him off your boot. RadioWhat.com. Would you like to know more? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in living color from the Radio What studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. The people need to be entertained. Let me entertain you. Are you not entertained? Ah, uh, yes. Oh, today on the program, Debesh Suvat. Who's Debesh Suvat? What? You're going to find out in the next few minutes, so stick around. This week's shows on Thursday... I'm back at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. Video dance party, karaoke jam. And yes, it's family friendly. So bring everybody from 6 to 9 at the Old Post Barbecue. Family time is back at the Old Post Barbecue. Man, it's been a long year. It has been a long year. And I finally got back there just last week and, oh, the people are ready to play. I'm so excited. Every Thursday night at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas from 6 to 9. Great food, great people. Enjoy yourself. I keep it family friendly on the music, but you know, they got frosty beverages for the adults. Drink responsibly. <laughs> All right. Then on Friday night, I'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Now, that one is an adults only show. That one is 21 and up. From 8 p.m. until 12.30 in the AM. Video dance party, karaoke jam, full bar, kitchens open, pool tables. They got a pool tournament on Friday night. So if you want to try to make some money on a Friday night, I encourage you to check out the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Come on, visit two public shows, Friday, uh, Thursday, and Friday night. This week, I'm excited. And it's it's every week, really. Thursday and Friday, that's usually where you're going to find me. Uh, the Old Post Barbecue on Thursday night, on, on and then the Rab on Friday nights. So yeah, be there. And then Saturday nights, I usually save for weddings. So I'm excited. Weddings are coming back. Ah, I get to entertain the people on Saturdays at their weddings. Their best days. Some some people, that's the best days of their lives, or one of the best days of their lives. And I get to be a part of their family celebration. I appreciate that so much. All right, that's enough intro. Let's get into it with Debesh Sabat. I'm going to find out a little bit more. All right, I got him on Skype. So if you are listening to the audio version of this, I encourage you to check out the video version. That's uh, youtube.com forward slash user forward slash keys dan and you'll find all my uh all my podcasts there i started doing the video versions and posting them there on my youtube but uh let's get into it with the best suvat skyping the best suvat now Hey, there you are. Debesh Suvat. I hope I said that properly. Uh, Debesh Suvat, yeah. Debesh Suvat. Perfect. That's why you start. You get the name proper. You know, you make sure that you, you uh, 
uh, can introduce <laughs> yourself properly. And, and I think we've made introductions. Keys Dan, RadioWhat.com, the What Makes You Famous podcast. Good to see you. My goodness, your background is amazing. For those that are listening to the audio version of this podcast, I encourage you to check out the video version. Uh, he has chosen a background that is out of this world. Uh, why why the eye for the background i'm i'm using uh my laptop at the moment and a little bit uh cutting in and out here okay uh, so sorry could you repeat your question no why have the eye as the background it's like a and it's not a normal eye it's a it's a really stylized eye why have that as your background the best uh well that's uh the album cover for uh the album called all right various reasons um but yeah it's it's a matter of Seeing mystically. Yeah. Do people even make album covers anymore? People see uh, sell singles now on the uh, on the streaming. It's always uh, <laughs> one by one. Uh, you took the time to make an album cover. Did you design that yourself, or did you have somebody do that for you? I do this myself. It's a uh, it's actually a public domain image. Uh, I kind of skirt around things that way. Very um, good. But put out for the song called Oak. Um, I had some friend uh, from the U.S. Well, let me um, tell you. Techno. You're, you're cutting in and out as well. She helped me put that video together. You're cutting in and out as well. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ha- I'm going to call you on the phone. Okay. Leave the video up. We'll keep the sound down on the video, and we'll get this thing rolling. Let me uh, call you on the phone, okay. and then we'll get a little bit better okay, sound, I think. Which headset? <laughs> <laughs> technology, my friend. Technology. My goodness, and and you have a a look that you've cultivated as well. I mean, it matches the sound. I I only have the one song, and I have listened to it over and over, and I'm kind of like, man, there's a lot of sounds out there. There's a lot. How did you put all that together? Let, let's let's start with the look. What is the look? It's kind of a kind of a a, a monk. Okay, I'm a Star Wars fan. Obi Wan Kenobi, maybe uh, Jedi, possibly. <laughs> Uh, the way I would put it is, I am the best Sivat. I am the ghost of Edmonton. I am a strange creature that found, wandered with a hood that they soften sound singing from cliffs and in the woods and in the alleys. I try to encourage people to devour their paradigm. Wow. We're blowing my mind, man. Okay. <laughs> Has this, is this something that you've always thought? It, it, how, all right. I'm guessing that there's is there a religious connotation to this, or is it something that that you feel? Are you in tune with something? Teach me a little bit about the best really, I don't think religion would be the right word to use, but uh, you know there's certain sacraments, fungal sacraments, or uh, you know various other methods that help bring us in tune to the intervals. Pay attention to the intervals, the spaces between things. You know, man. Now the phone is cutting out. I, I, are we having a terrible connection? We're. I guess you're out in in outer <laughs> space somewhere uh, in an undisclosed location. <laughs> you know, but uh, maybe it's on my end. I I, I chose the phone. I got the the Skype. Uh, one of these technologies is going to work for us today because I I really want to know, hey, man, man. What the man behind the music, the ghost behind the music. I want to know about you, man. <laughs> How did you become the best Suvat? Because that, that hasn't always been. You were someone else, and I won't disclose that name unless you want to. But uh, when did you become the best Suvat? Uh, ironically, it came from working at a convenience store. But life happens in strange ways. 
How long ago was, was that? Um, that would have been 14 years ago now. 14 years you've been to Besh Suvat. And how is it cultivated? How how did it, were you always making music previous, in your previous life? Or when you became the yep. Besh Suvat, you changed the style uh, that you uh, that you make your music in? Uh, no, I've made music since I was just, you know, still in diapers, basically. Like, I would be playing on my uh, grandparents' organ and uh, or fiddling around with my grandfather's acoustic guitar when before I could speak, and uh, apparently I would tell them that they were they were story song. Everyone was a story song, so I don't know exactly what that meant, but uh, so I guess in a way, yeah, obviously I've, I've progressed and changed in what I make. Um, what it's hard not to after that many years. Well, is this something um, that your your grandparents cultivated? Did they uh, encourage you to play music on their organ, or did they tell you stop touching that? That's old. That's uh, that's that's not for you. <laughs> Or, or what did they encourage you? Uh, there was there was a tenor mix of both. Um, I, I think they were highly amused and saw that there was something to it. Uh, but it was a very rickety old plastic thing from the seventies that I think they got from the basement of a church. So they were a little concerned as well, for sure. Yeah. Well, all right. I mean, you're giving people gems, moms and dads. Encourage your kids if you have a a piano that they shouldn't touch maybe you should get them something that they should touch did anybody ever buy you a musical <laughs> instrument of your own or did were you uh, uh, rele- uh to uh or relegated to uh, uh stealing uh, the the instruments of others <laughs> when did you get your first instrument a little bit of both a little bit of both uh for a while i would borrow my sister's acoustic she got very frustrated with that but the first time that I actually got an instrument that was really my own, it was a rental. It was a alto saxophone for school. Um, that was a lot of fun. Um, but the first one that I ever actually owned that was my very own was a, a four-string Raven bass that was uh, handmade in Japan in the 70s. And that was pretty cool. That uh, but that does. got stolen by one of my drummers. That does sound pretty cool, Debesh Savat. Now, tell me about the saxophone. It sounds like you've had some some training in music. You're not uh, a guy that just goes out there and and bangs on keys. Uh, Were you a a band geek, as it were? Somewhat, yeah. I mean, like, I I did music, like, just sort of the generic stuff in school. Um, But I bounced around on various different instruments. Um, Yeah. Uh, More so, I would say, like, I kind of rejected most of the classical training that I received. And there's there's parts of it that are useful, but they don't teach it the right way, I don't think. I think mushrooms teach it much better. So what do you think you got? I mean, what do you think you got uh, in the, in those lessons? And where do you think you got the more uh, more inspiration uh, for putting your music out there? And it doesn't all have to be about music in this podcast. It's, I really just want to talk to you, the, the person behind the music, and then find out how you developed your sound because it's a wild sound. And yes, at the end of this podcast, I will play your song and I, I want people to stick around till the end to, to make sure that they listen to that and then find out where to get it for sure, you know, and, and download it and buy it and, and get CDs and, and, and whatever, uh, <laughs> whatever medium you have to get that one song and then any other songs. Cause I, I know that you're, you must be putting other stuff out there as all I have is the one right now. Uh, yeah, I'm fairly prolific. Uh, I can't remember exactly how many. There's, there's over 20 albums on Spotify right now that are available. So You I, say albums. It's a fairly and, expensive one. Yeah, you say albums. And I, I, I looked up, you know, the best Suvat and, and yeah, I found your, 
your uh, Amazon and, and your Twitter. You have two different Twitter feeds. I'm going to guess that the one that's active is the one that, the, that I'll share. And then I, I found, uh, you know, your, your Instagram, but your SoundCloud. Yeah, you're right. It's full. It's full. You got track after track <laughs> after track. Uh, what is it? 46 tracks on, on the SoundCloud itself. And, you know, do you, I, I, it still blows my mind, you know, because these kids today, they're not putting out albums. But you're uh, what is an album to you? Do you compile a certain amount of songs, put them together and then, you know, develop some artwork for it? Maybe some liner notes, because that's what I enjoyed growing up as a baby DJ. It, you know, I would I would get the, the album in my hand. And before I played the song on the radio, I might read some of the liner notes. Hey, this song by the best was written when he was this and he and, you know, and, and give a little story before I put it out on the radio. Then that's that's what I always enjoyed on the radio was getting a little a little behind the music. And that's what we're getting right, right. now. So, so t- tell the people, what is an album to you? Well, an album, I think it's a, a collection of, of thoughts and vibrations. And it's not necessarily a matter of whether they're cohesive, as whether or not there's, there's a reason for them to be together. You know, it's, uh, um, I don't know. So some albums are, are considerably trickier and different than other ones. Uh, for example, I've got one album called SMPL. It took two and a half years to do, um, and it's just very precise little selections and snippets, uh, all sampled material from a vast array of thousands and thousands of sources. Uh, they're just carefully hand-selected hand and hand-picked out of audio files. Uh, so it's a four-disc concept album. Um, but then compare that to the work that I was doing in 2019, and there was about 21 albums that I did in that year. So it varies drastically. Well, do you think that albums put together by theme are better than the ones that are jumbled? Maybe a collection of of various thoughts, you know, because I guess when you're writing in your in your journal or in your diary, uh, you write whatever happened that day. And that could be likened to a a song. Uh, But, uh, you know, some people do develop and some bands, some of the greatest albums were conceptual albums that were uh, themed. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of Pink Floyd's The Wall probably one of the greatest albums of all time and that what a theme all the way through and even dark side of the moon another great by the same yeah. band and i don't know why i'm singling out uh, pink floyd my best friend's uh, favorite <laughs> band but th- those are two that i remember that from start to finish in fact i think dark side of the moon you could put it together with with the wizard of oz famously yeah, and, I've, I've done that, yeah. have you done that <laughs> fun yeah. See, see, I wonder what, you know, I, I guess you're, you must be considerably younger than me. I'm 52. If you care to disclose your age, you can. That's fine. And, and that'll give yeah, us I'm an 31. idea. 31. That gives me an idea uh, of how we are generationally. And I, I wondered if, if uh, people were still doing that. I know when I, I, when I was growing up, I, 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 I heard about it. My cousin, Timmy, who's also a musician, um, uh, he, uh, was into video editing and he actually edited you know as soon as the the third lion roar you start the album and bam they line up dark side of the moon yeah it's that's something that yeah, you've my done. uh my my uncle is a bit of a peculiar fellow and he he sent me some obscure things and that was included in them um, so <laughs> I, th- I think that if yeah when it's put together i think you could probably find it on youtube it's called dark side of the rainbow i think is how how it gets titled yeah I think so, yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. I mean, see, I wondered how conceptually you 
what what do you think is it better to have an album that has a theme to it or one that's kind of thrown together well i think it's kind of important also to allow for the possibility of extracting the theme from the album once it's complete once you've already had a chance to, to you know take it in in its entirety um but there are a couple albums that i've done that are like specific conceptual albums like carnival loco and Sivat, that's a specific concept album SMPL is a specific concept album. Uh, lately, the concept behind the music that I'm doing is much more oriented towards chaos magic. Um, and that tends to, I don't know, I find that a lot of fun. I like a mix of physics and chaos magic. Do you, well, okay. Yeah, I, I would say it's chaotic. <laughs> it's pretty chaotic. But do you, <laughs> do you practice magic at all? Do you, do you practice any, uh, dabble in the arts? Uh, a little sleight yeah, of, of hand or, or anything, uh, you know, that you could uh, do at parties? Or, or is it something uh, different? Yeah, not so much the parlor trick style, but uh, <laughs> sort of more so interdimensional energy exchange. <laughs> it's it's wicked cool, man. I, I know that you're, you've developed a, a, a concept, a persona, and you're, you're kind of giving it to me right now. Uh, but uh, you know, is this is this how you are all the time, or, or is this you know do you yeah. do you present yourself this way to folks and and how how do they um uh how, do they get you do your parents get you do your do your family your closest <laughs> friends do they get you? Uh, let's let's say to to varying levels. I'm very fortunate that there is at least one person in my life who gets me very deeply, and okay. uh, I'm blessed to live with her. So. So you have a significant other. Hey, it's always good to have love. And you find that one. That's all you need. That really is. You're, you're, uh, what is it that they told me when I was a kid? You're Adam's rib. You're, 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 you're better half as I got older. But, uh, yeah, it's good that you have that. And I, I appreciate that, that, that you have, you have found that one. But yeah, you know, and I, I I'm a guy who's, who's into nerdy stuff and, and comic cons and I've met, people of all walks of life and and boys that want to be girls and girls that want to be boys and and you know magic of all in, in all spectrums the different i think one of my favorites i, I had a uh, i was working at a hospital in the middle of the night and i know if she listens to this she's going to know who she is and she was a, a wiccan but she would explain to me how you know witchcraft actually worked and and how the earth and the and and how we were all one and and just you know people go oh witches oh and all they know is once again the 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 over the rainbow the the wizard of oz those witches those are the ones you grow up with or or bewitched but are 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 you practicing witchcraft at all or or is it something different i'm trying to dig in who is the the best suvat or is it something that's not going to be nailed down in this one one podcast well to put it very simply, uh, all the universe is spellcraft. It, whether we recognize that or not, whether we choose to live our lives cognizant of that or not, is entirely apart from whether or not that is the fact. So if I had to try and put it in a way that would make sense, um, and it's difficult to make things like this make sense, uh, I'll, I'll read a little bit of a poem. Okay. That kind of hits that. Electric woo-woo and voodoo of moo and pie enter my state of state of mega mind and I find within dance and song of shapes and relations of interstices I'll form my own archetype my feet are boats concrescence of currents 
I am wave and nautilus nativist, aphrodisial learned teacher and student, ardent fusion of polymath, polyglot, got some scholarly trends and bent of shamanic tomfoolery. To know your place and see beyond it, while knowing there is no beyond it, it's a tricky dance. Interconnectivity has always been the guide of both hunter and prey, garden and gardener. We do lose ourselves, thinking only humans are aware of their mortality just because everyone else doesn't freak out like we do. Animality knows mortality more intimately than all sages and martyrs. It just doesn't bother them. They know better. That is some I'm far out. Sure uh, no, that is some, no, that is some far out philosophical stuff, and I, I like it. You, That's how you expand minds, and you make people think possibly a little differently than they normally would think. You don't want to be... Okay, a lot of people get, including myself, I get shoved in a line. And sometimes I want to get out of that line. I want to find another another path, another way. My my wife gets upset at me because sometimes I'll wander off and she'll say, I, I couldn't find you for a while. Well, I went on walkabout. I, I, I went and explored. I, I went off to into the woods over there and, you know, but oh, but I was trying to call you. Well, I didn't have my phone with me. Sometimes you just want to to branch off and call it meditation, yeah. call it whatever but you're you're trying to find and and i'll take my shoes off and i'll put my feet on the ground this is these are things that people may not not know but i'll put my feet on the ground because i want to have that energy transfer from the earth whether whether i believe wholeheartedly in it it or not it might be there it can't hurt you know uh, people have labeled tried to label me as agnostic because i don't know if there's a god maybe there is maybe there isn't you know it's um I'm just searching, and I, and I wonder, you know, what your path is. You know, 14 years ago, working in a in a convenience store, you said, "No, let me uh, let me do a different thing." What what was the path out of that convenience store? Um, well, it was it was a long and jagged path that did a whole bunch of scrolling about. Uh, it involved the cult, the mental hospital, all sorts. Of Thing. Um, time isn't linear, and neither should our intentions or path or interaction. Um, what is there to be learned from heat as a distortion of light, manifesting as waves of shadow? Tonal and temporal intervals play a similar mathematical game as chess, and I suspect colors apply to this as well. We give to each other, and you can't understand an equation if you don't know its element. With the magpie's lessons, I have learned of shiny things. Moments and locus are inextricably tied as the dance of unfolding expansive possibilities, desiring ever-increasing complexity until a penultimate nexus of interconnectivity. That's what focus is for, furthering the penultimate unification. I can tickle interrelations forth from nature via the mathematics of music. Not that they were not there, but aspects can be highlighted. Focus. This, in turn, has a reflective effect upon, or rather with, will, or manifestation, interdimensional and interdisciplinary intervals and travel. These are all one thing. You know, when you look at what's going on with physics uh, and the more wild aspects of it, um, basically everything that has come from the mystic traditions is being reaffirmed in a broader sense. But it is all resonant. And when you know that it's all resonant and you understand that you can interact with and interfere with that resonance, that creates a different conscious ethic. So are these... These poems, are these things that you've written or are these inspired by a certain sect of people 
you know, from the ancient past or, you know, maybe druids or, you know, maybe who is it that inspired you uh, in the ancient past? And, and have you studied any, any of the, the words or the teachings of, of people, uh, you know, of, of ancient cultures? Well, I think ultimately all insights are in one way or another on the shoulders of giants. Um, but then you also run a dangerous risk of taking oneself too seriously or falling into the uh, the delusions of ancestor worship. So I I take insights just as deeply from the bark of a tree as I do from uh, a great hallowed philosopher of old or an entire religious tradition. I like that. It's funny that I mentioned my cousin Timmy. Uh, he he similarly has uh, thoughts that that are that well. I can only speak for myself. I find that they're out there, but I enjoy listening to them. You know, and I, it's a it's a different way of thinking, and it's something that that I I have some trouble grasping. But maybe it's not for me to grasp. Maybe only a certain type of person can really hold on to this. But I can appreciate it. You know, listening to the one song that I have of yours, and I know there's a lot more out there on your SoundCloud, and I probably could have could have listened to a few more of those. But I I don't like to do a lot of uh, a lot of research when I'm when I'm uh, going to talk to someone think of this as a maybe a first date or or an interview for a, a, a job possibly but maybe not something <laughs> not something so uh, so important I suppose but but just a conversation about oh, you but it is important it, it is everything is important this is an interaction that I, this is primarily a, a learning podcast and I want to learn about you how you became the best Suvat and what a Debesh Suvat does. And I know I've already asked that, and you've been into it a little well, bit, but when you, okay. You, my purpose? Yes. You, you mentioned that you, you mentioned that you got, when you got out of the, uh, the convenience store, you were in and out of, uh, of, of medical facilities, let's say. And that's something my, my cousin Timmy shares with you. And uh, he, he lives better through chemistry. You know, when, when chemicals are in balance, uh, he, he feels like it, like he, he gets with society a little bit better. Is this an experience that you've had as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, I don't think that the majority of the diagnosis was correct. and I really needed to change my life situation, not necessarily um, my, my dose of this, that, or the other. Um, but I've come to realize that my purpose is to amuse and be amused by the universe. And that's a very simple thing to do and doesn't really demand very much. So it's kind of hard to begrudge life knowing that that's where I am. Well, I know that when children go to school, uh, they're, they're full of, of, uh, of, um, of curiosity. And it, it seems like sometimes a, a teacher's job is to uh, beat that curiosity out of that child and form them into a person that will be an upstanding uh, member of society. And sometimes you don't beat that out of the child. It's better to leave that child inquisitive and curious. And this way, maybe they'll teach you a little bit, uh, dear teacher. And I know that there's a lot of teachers that listen to this podcast as well. And I, I, I want, it's hard to find that balance to teach the child how to be a member of society without beating the creativity out of them. And I, I think that you may have found a balance. Sometimes they'll, they'll do it medically uh, where they'll give you a pill, but that might affect your creativity. Do you think that affected your music at all? If, if and when they gave you a pill? Um, 
at some point. Yeah, yeah, I felt very much dulled and kind of stultified and zombified. Uh, there was a lot of my thinking that had to do with that as well at the time. Uh, you know, Derek Jensen has a really great bit where he talks about uh, the Department of Education. Uh, it's, it's a complete misnomer and how it should be called the Department of Inculcation, coming from the, the root inculcare, meaning to stamp in with the heel, uh, whereas education comes from the root educare, meaning uh, it was originally like a, an old Greek um, midwifing term, meaning to draw forth or to be present at the birth of. And that's, that's really what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a drawing forth of the, the best parts of the child by the teacher, and it very seldom is that. But I was fortunate that I've, I've had a few good teachers in my years. Um, but I think ultimately suffering is the greatest professor. I suspect you might be right. I just caught that, that movie again. I, wa- I rewatched uh, Accepted. And, and I know the, the movie's a comedy. It's out on, on Netflix now. And it, it came up on my feed. So I said, well, let me rewatch that thing. And, and the way that, that they, these kids, they can't get into college. So they make up their own school. And the school's idea, it starts to develop to where the children, the the kid, the students become the teachers and they teach themselves whatever they want to learn. And, and the, I think the concept, I, I would love to go to a college like that, to where you write something on the board. I want to learn about skateboarding. I want to learn about rock and roll. I want to learn about shoelaces, whatever, you know, and, and that's your class. I want to learn how to meditate. That's your class. And that's what your study, you know, is it worth $10,000 a year? Well, that's for you to decide, you know, but certainly (laughs) that is a school. And and I think there's one in, in Florida, if I'm not mistaken, new college near, near where the Ringling brothers, uh, Barnum and Bailey circus used to be. And that's, uh, there's no, uh, grades. It's all pass fail. You know, you, you go, you study what you want. You, you know, decide what you like. I mean, have you, done any schooling that way or was it uh, uh is it school of life yeah well school of life ultimately right? like the world is a classroom but i'm also roughly familiar with um rudolf steiner and uh, the sort of waldorf school philosophy as well and i i strongly agree with it i think it's very important uh to not just have an educational reform but to to rethink why we think people need education in the first place and what purpose is there behind the teaching and what what is the best way to draw forth the best in somebody um and rudolf schreiner and the waldorf school are kind of hitting towards that and I, uh, that's something i was considering for my own child as well i think it's something to look into for sure but yes ultimately never stop learning and never stop regarding yourself as a student yeah i i joke with people when they ask me if i've gone to college yeah i've been to college a bunch of times what I what I enjoyed the most about a, a structured college or a structured class was finding that thing that I wanted to to study and maybe take that course. So more more of a vocation. You know, I wanted to study radio. I went to radio school. I wanted to study firefighting. I went to firefighting school. Went to EMT school. You know, the, the my first bowed out i was thinking well maybe i want to study medicine maybe i want to study psychology that was just way too structured so the the little two-month courses three-month courses two year you know something with a goal very quickly at the end is is where i feel that i get structured now but uh well i have a daughter that um that gets homeschooled 
And I think that is the best thing is her mother and her one-on-one. If you have the means, that is my suggestion. I wish I had that when I was younger. I was in public school, and this is what happened. You know, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, hey, and some people fare very well in public school and, and they um, and, and they go on to to have great careers and become fine, upstanding citizens of society. But, uh, you know, sometimes you got to you have to go your own way. And I, I could see that to best of you've gone your own way. What kind of a, a equipment uh, do you use to, to to make your music is is are you still playing that bass or that saxophone? Or, or do you play no, any instruments, no, or is it all uh, electronic? I'm very minimalist at the moment. It's it's just entirely on the laptop for the time being. Um, you know, I do, like, type in the MIDI as well. But, uh, yeah, I've got a very minimal setup. And I kind of like it that way. It makes it easier to travel, for one thing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I love instruments, but I'm not really good at recording. I get too finicky when I start recording. And so, like, I'll, I'll play an acoustic, no problem. It's a great time. But if I hit the record button, then all of a sudden my my confidence and my self-critical are in such conflict and they'll stay that way for hours and I just don't get a song done. Well, that's why you get somebody else to, to uh, hit that record button for you. It's nice to have a good engineer. Yeah. I, I know that I can record a demo yeah. for somebody using the equipment that I have. Uh, you know, they can plug their guitar in. They can plug their, their whatever keyboard in and play and I can record them just fine. But to have that discerning ear to know where the fader should be, where the level should be, I don't think I ever had yeah. that ear. You know, I'm, I'm more of the talking to the microphone guy and get to know people guy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, do, That's yeah, doing it all yourself it sometimes is difficult. Do you have somebody that, that helps you to edit or is it all, it's it's all the best of us? Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically me. I mean, there's, there have been people who have helped me learn what I'm doing along the way. Uh, Kev Willow was a, a great person for helping me understand the particular DAW that I use, FL Studio. Uh, there's a, a few other really great tutorial channels on YouTube that really helped me out along the way as well. But yeah, ultimately, just like the engineering, mastering, mixing, composing, all of it. Just, yeah, had to learn how to do every bit of it. I think when I was uh, I was just a baby DJ and I picked up a box of Fruity Loops uh, from uh, from Guitar <laughs> Center and that's what has become uh, FL yeah. Studio. But I remember the interface yeah, was I started back when it was Fruity Loops three. Yeah, I remember that the interface was you know tabs that you would move around and you would you would make your own little beats. Oh, I need a hi hat over here. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Is it yeah. does it still work the same way with little tabs and little uh, where you get yeah. your different instruments? Essentially, yeah. I mean there's there's become uh, some slightly more intuitive interfaces incorporated in there as well. But yeah, it's it's essentially the same thing. That's, That's why I stick with it. It's, it's it's just what I'm used to. It's the it's the dialect of electronic music that I've learned. So, um, Mac or PC? Oh, good God. I cannot stand Mac. Ah. Anything Apple just can go to hell. <laughs> same. <laughs> They're same. not user-friendly. They don't have any sort of, like, backwards compatibility, anything like that. Just, no, no. no, I feel you. It's, it's all, uh, and, uh, you know, I know that they've they've made a lot of money, and they've, they've convinced people that art and, and music has to be made on a Mac, but not for me. I, I, I bought That's myself a, a gaming computer. Uh, just because of the power of it, I got an MSI sitting here in front of me that we're we're chit chatting on, and, and and the mixing board, the 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 road uh, the road pod mixer, I guess. But um, 
you know, I, I say minimal as well. You know, a little ring light over there to make my face look prettier. <laughs> but, <laughs> nothing can help this face. Nothing. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so t- tell me about the, the setup. You say you have a, a little MIDI keyboard that's like, uh, what is it, eight keys or something? No, no. I, I type MIDI into the keyboard of the laptop itself. Wow. Real minimal. Okay. Uh, yeah. Have you have you ever used one of those outside MIDI keyboards, or or is that too much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to. Uh, I started a project briefly called Bedlam Beats with a friend of mine on our side in the city. Uh, but he, I think he moved to Toronto again. Um, but yeah, we we had like machine and some other things to play around with, and that was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I've just never been much of a gearhead. <laughs> Poverty is part of that. But hey. <laughs> well, I get it. I mean, for for under a thousand bucks, you can have a pretty decent recording studio in your own house. At least you can make right. a demo to give people an idea of what you can do. And then maybe uh, a, a record company may or may not come to you and say, hey, I want to refine that. Or, or a record producer might want to refine that a little bit, maybe help you mix and master. But maybe you know all those things because, uh, you know, I guess if you have uh, the FL Studio, does it have mixed mastering on it? Or do you have to take it into oh, yeah. maybe Adobe Audition or something? No, you can do everything in suites if you know what you're doing. And it's, it's a very powerful tool. Fantastic. I, they, you're giving people gems. I mean, there, there's a lot of people out there that, that want to make music, that want to make sounds, that that want to get the, the sounds that are out in their heads out to the world. And that you're telling me FL Studio might be an easy or, or, or a, a simple way to get it done. And have you and oh, have you been using it all the way for those fourteen years? Because I know F- Fruity Loops have been around at least that long. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been using it for even longer than that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, probably about sixteen years now. That. And have you always been doing this? Uh, was it chaotic sound, or before that, when you were first starting, was it a different genre, perhaps, to, uh, to put it in a box? Uh, it's always been experimental, for lack of a better word. But it's kind of gone up and down as far as, uh, you know, like the smooth versus the aggressive and around. Uh, it, it fluctuates. But, yeah, there's always been an experimental quality to it, for sure. And how have people responded to that? Because I see that you you have you have hits. I mean, uh, you know, that's the only way that we can really judge ourselves is, is how, you know, we put these things out into the world. Or I say we, I put nothing out into the world. I put podcasts into the world. You put this music. Hey, that's something, man. That's you, something. You put these sounds. Okay, yes, these are sounds as well. But you put these rhythmic sounds into the world. What's the response? What what feeling have you gotten back from it? Or do you even care? You just, you know, usually when I'm posting on social media, it's post and ghost. I don't even look. It, yeah, it's, it's more so a post and ghost thing. Uh, again, you know, I believe very much so in, in the chaotic magic, chaotic, chaotic magic of mathematics and music combined. Um, so it's, I would like for other people to hear it and listen to it. And of course, it would be very beneficial for people to, you know, maybe buy an album or two. But ultimately, the, the point for me isn't necessarily that it's about altering the resonance of the grand scheme of things in a particular way. And the few people that do wind up coming across my music, I know that they are going to have their paradigms challenged in at least some way. And therefore, my goal is going to be achieved. 
Yeah, Debesh Shavad. I, I can. I, I heard it recently, and, and I thought it was so cool. You're not selling out. You're buying in. Okay, you're. You, you want to make a living doing what you love, and if you can, oh my goodness, that is the dream. That is the dream for all the people around the world to do what they love, and then make a living at it. Hello, that's that's a wonderful thing. Uh, but uh, you know, and I, I, I used to play. Yeah, I, I have you. Uh, you know, have, when you when you say you have records, do you have physical CDs or or physical vinyl copies or what, what's the medium uh, I, that people can buy? I did previously have some CDs many years ago. Uh, those have all disappeared at the span of time. Uh, right now, everything's on digital medium, so you can get your stuff uh, stream it if you want on Spotify or you can uh, Apple, uh, whatever. There's tons of different uh, platforms that I'm on. The easiest way to get to it is www.songwick.com slash Debeshsubat. Um, that'll link up to a variety of different platforms, including my YouTube channel. Uh, but if you want more up-to-date stuff, and also if you're interested in reading poetry and various other little bit, uh, you could also check out the uh, patreon.com slash Okay, I did find the Patreon, and I did find the, the Apple. I didn't find that other... Th- okay, you're going to have to send me those links, because I want to put them in the show notes for sure, so people know exactly how to yeah. find you. The the Twitter and the Instagram, I found that no problem at all. Put, putting in the best Shuvat, the way it's written right there on the uh, on the video, and I'll, I'll definitely have it titled out there. But, uh, you know, that was easy enough. You don't have a, a Facebook I guess here. Are you on Facebook? Uh, no, I detest Facebook. <laughs> You're not alone. You're not alone. People have been simplifying their life. Oh, there you go. You typed it in for me. I appreciate that. Uh, song whip. <laughs> but uh, no, you you people are simplifying all the way down to just Instagram because that is the easiest place to post and ghost. But. These days, if you're your own independent artist, you you have to be your social media. You have to be your yeah. your, your poster maker. You said you you found that 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 eye on online and used it as your album cover. I hope the guy who uh, came up with that design doesn't come back at you and bite you. But uh, you know, and that can uh, I'm careful, man. I'm careful. Public domain. Public. But uh, domain. if that person happens to see it then please get in touch because I'd like to say thank you. Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. So, um, I, your, your lady, uh, your lady friend, the, the, she, what does she think of all this? And does she help you on your journey, uh, musically or, or otherwise? I could not have been blessed by a better muse in all the universe. And quite frankly, she's a temple that I'm thankful to worship at. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's so many secret little codified messages to her, of her, about her, and the music that is going to be coming out this year. And uh, yeah, I'm just fortunate, so deeply fortunate to be here. Well, she sounds very special. And that is your, your pursuit of happiness, goal completed. That's wonderful. Uh, that's good. You have that journey. Uh, so tell me, uh, okay, the progression of the music in your 20, uh, 20 plus albums out there. Ha- has anything been more mainstream and then off to the chaotic and then back. You said that it kind of flowed a little bit and where, you know, where do you think that this latest offering falls into that, into those categories? Uh, What's coming up next 
and what's what would be considered the the most recent stuff is probably among the weirder. Uh, playing a lot with mathematics and interstices and time signatures and things like that. Um, it, it creates uh, I don't know a different atmosphere than what we normally hear in Western music, which is all about four four on the floor and it just gets so goddamn boring. You know, enough. We've all heard it. Oh yeah, it gets repetitive. Uh, you know, some of the uh, American music. It, <laughs> if I can't find another line, I say it over again. If I can't find another line, I say it over again and again <laughs> and again. Oh, uh, do you do any vocals as well with your poetry? Do you do? Uh, do you put some of that that uh, poetry over the over the the backdrop? Uh, very, very, very seldomly. Um, there's a couple older songs that have some uh, in. Any of the new stuff, no, because it just wouldn't suit. A song changes drastically when vocals are added to it. And sometimes that's for the better and sometimes that's for the worse. I found that for the most part, adding my vocals to my songs is not necessarily for the better. Mm. So that's why I try to offer the lyrics kind of as their own individual thing, not necessarily tied to the song, even if they might be part of it in its original creation. Well, I'm a so very. That's, that's why I'm very honest there. Okay, I'm a very audio person, so the Patreon is where you they can find they can find you doing your spoken word, your poetry. Uh, that and YouTube, yeah. Very good. Well, see, I didn't find the YouTube either, so you're gonna have to send me that link as well. So fantastic! Uh, it's on the it's on the song list. Very good, very good. All right. Any other areas of of exploration you want the people to know about Debesh Zuvat? Um, well, I'll give a little bit of background to the song that we're going to play. Uh, it's called That She Never Saw Him Walk. Uh, it's a reference to um, my deceased first wife, who unfortunately passed away before she was able to see my son really achieve his first set. Uh, but it's also kind of an affirmation that she is still seeing that, and she is seeing me finally walk tall and proud because I was sort of finding my feet when we first met. Um, yeah, it's just something to, to honor her, but also to honor everybody who's learning how to walk. Well, I, I'm sorry for your loss for sure. And I, I, I know that this song is a way to keep her alive forever and ever. And that that's something that you can do. That's a special gift that you have is that you can remember people in song. And that's how they, ha- they achieve immortality. That's how you achieve immortality as well is putting this out to the world I don't think YouTube and, and any of these social medias, they, they're going to be around for a while, long after we're gone. And, and all, this, all this work that you've done, all this, all this that came out of your mind will live on forever. And maybe somebody 100 years from now will say, hey, have, are you into Debesh Shavat? Oh, man, I've been into him for years. Or let me check that Special out. Form of chaos magic, right? Yeah. I mean, look. We've been listening to the, the classical music that you had to learn on your saxophone all those years ago, and they, they've been around for yeah. hundreds of years. My favorite song uh, by Beethoven, 1824, Ode, Ode to Joy. That, you know, That's a great one. That has stood the test of time, and that man was fully deaf when he wrote that song, yeah. when he put that song out there, when he was conducting that song. He was fully deaf. Yeah, exactly, and that's that's another thing that just goes to show that it's it's all about vibration, resonance, and mathematics. Amazing, amazing, and that's an, another. Well, that's a song that that uh, uh, very rarely did they have vocals in music back then, and he decided to add vocals, 
and, and this is something that that you are in the reverse of you mostly make instrumentals uh, where do you what do you think these instrumentals would would work best in in someone's everyday life or how do they work best for you in your everyday life say you're listening to one of your debest suvat songs uh, where are you listening while you're walking while you're in your car while you're you know do you, where do you think that okay commercially where do you think they would fit well see i'm constantly walking and walking in the woods i think is the best way to listen but i think that it would probably suit different people in different states and it would depend very much upon their own constitution. And that's why I like to leave it up to the listener. I've been thinking about when I actually do release on physical CDs, I might include uh, little icons beside each song of which states of altered consciousness might be suitable or might not. You know? <laughs> sort of a user's guide. Well, I can already we'll tell. See. I can already tell my wife's not going to like you when I uh, when I have you loaded up on my phone in my headphones and I start wandering off into the woods listening to the best Shuvat. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my husband? I don't know. <laughs> but, all right, man. I kid. I have fun, but uh, oh man, I, I've I've had a blast chit chatting with you for sure. Is anybody helping you with this? Do you? Do you have any shout-outs to give to, to some people that have helped you along the way? You say somebody helped you oh, uh, put together, the, uh, helped you learn how to refine the, the FL studio and, and put together your gear? Yeah, yeah there's, a, like I said, Kev Willow. He was very helpful for me in uh, learning some sort of unique little tricks in FL studio and, uh, you know, learning different aspects of different genres and stuff like that. And just, you know, a, a nice guy, good soul. Check him out. Um, but also, of course, um, on Twitter, at Sayonara Yuki, uh, she's the wonderful person who also goes by XTechno, who helped create the music video for my song, Oak, which you can find on YouTube. Um, and, of course, the, the great folks of Valdo in Scotland. So we've got Kyle, Mal- Kyle Meldrum, uh, Nunny B, uh, and, you know, some others as well. It's uh, There's so many people that are... Um, willing to work together and willing to collaborate just in good faith. And it's an amazing thing. And there's going to be some interesting projects coming from this collaborative effort. Uh, Besh. check out the first song, Tim Bastaraf on the Patreon there. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out their work. Um, yeah, that about sums it up. Well, all right, Debesh Shavad, let's wind this thing down, uh, park this thing in the garage. I don't want this to be the last time we talk. As time progresses and you, and you have more projects that are in the works, I want you to come back on, pop in, and and, uh, and, and give the people an idea of, of where you're at. at, the, at the, this is where you're at at this moment in time and where you're going to be maybe another six months or a year down the road might be in a whole different place. I'd like to explore that. I'd like to find out more about the best of all. You're an interesting fellow, man. You, you've cultivated a look. You have you ideas that um, may not be mainstream, but that I think the world is all the better for that uh, because, you know, there's too many automatons. You want to get outside that. Yeah. 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 Get outside. You know, go go out and play. I have people that try to paint me in a box. Oh, you're a liberal. Oh, you're a conservative. Oh, you're I'm just me. I'm just me. I try to do I try to do me. You're you. You know, right. and you are you. 
and the world is better for that. All right, my man. Well, I usually finish these things off with last words of the people. These could be words to live by, words that you heard a long time ago. Maybe somebody told you something, maybe a mantra you wake up with every day, or just whatever pops into your head at this moment in time. The best shuvat, last words for the people. And after you're done, I will put, uh, after we get off of this, I will put that, uh, that uh, song on at the end. Uh, so, last words for the people. All right. Incarcerate every paradigm. Cover in the cal-signed ash. Enthusiastically have an orgy thereof. The only way to enter the garden is nude or stumbling, both of which make the garden laugh. Imprinted on clouds, new gain given by the sky. Dreams of blowing thick black swirls of chaotic intent. A shaman's parlor trick. Not what I show you now. It's how the rhizome takes flight within and through you all. I want to dissolve walls. My will is a caustic agent, devouring rule, law, governance, denouncing disintegrated compartmentalization, averring concatenate flow of mutual causality. One day, people will know the math of my music, the meaning of my musing. Universe isn't good at keeping secrets. The magpie likes my shiny thought. Having given salutations, magpie blesses my path and advises me. Playful jokesters as they are. It delight in my learning as much as my confusion. I am the ghost of Edmonton. party people the best suvat what an interesting fellow <laughs> he blew my mind at times and i enjoyed every minute of it yeah and that song that what an explosion of sounds what an explosion of sounds 
this is stuff to uh, chaotic yeah yeah i would describe it as that and, and uh, just amazing amazing how you throw it's kind of like i didn't say this in the podcast but it's kind of like jazz you know where you throw all these instruments together and somehow at the end it comes out just right this is how jazz musicians used to you play what you want you play what you want you play what you want you play and then the rhythm section just kind of puts it all together and he said it's mathematical i agree i agree between math and music i think we could speak to to uh, all people in the universe yeah expand your mind with little debesh savat excellent excellent Thank you so much for being on the program, What Makes You Famous. Now, if you, yes, you, my loyal listener, would like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call, 501-470-6386, or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's KeysDan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. Radio What, the music you want. Hey, guys. This is Shelly G with a fast fact. Themes from movies Unforgiven, A Perfect World, The Bridges of Madison County, and Absolute Power were all written by Clint Eastwood. Do you have a fast fact? Share it with us at Interactive Radio, RadioWhat.com. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe listen to what makes you famous podcast on podbean itunes youtube stitcher google podcast and spotify and almost anywhere you find podcasts tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous, call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keysdan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, Keys Dan. What you doing? My line. I'm playing the best music by request. 24 hours a day. Click on the request tab at the top of RadioWhat.com. RadioWhat.com. RadioWhat.com.